When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the three things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the 59th edition of The Three Things. Good to be back doing this. Just some man talking into a microphone kind of broadcasting. Riveting. Riveting. What is on my mind this time? I I don't know. I don't even know. Do you know? That's how this is right now. That's how this is going. But I do have some things on my mind. want to thank everyone who has been supporting my journey on Saturday Night Knapsack as I rediscover some... Uh, just some things I love to do in the written and performing and broadcasting comedy world. Thank you for that support. Uh, you can, uh, if, you know, say if like Patreon's not your thing, but you still kind of want to support me and, and, and make sure I have some uh, pasta in my food closet. Or is it, it's called a cupboard, right? Or a pantry. Food closet works for me. Uh, it may be something like Patreon isn't your thing or supporting directly on Anchor, with it, which is an option as well. You can go to something new, Jemmy, J-E-M-I dot com, Jemmy dot com slash Saturday Night Knapsack and find a way to support the show directly there. Cool stuff going on there. Business out of the way. We'll talk more of that stuff at the end, but it's been a lot of fun. It means a lot. I, 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 I really want that show to continue to grow and to be something different, and it moves me away from this style of broadcasting, and I don't know, some people enjoy these rambles of mine, and I enjoy doing them. But I've had a lot of fun, a lot of energy going into SNN. So, uh, you know, thank you for any, everyone who listens and, and says a kind word. Just want to highlight that uh, at the top of the show, the show, the big show. So what's on my mind this week? I don't I, um, I just, uh, Yeah, right. That's what's on my mind this week. Hey, I, I chased a cricket around the other night. It's not like officially on my list for this episode. I like crickets. They're not as, you know, they don't sing as much as Jiminy Cricket in real life. And they're a little weird looking. They're fierce looking. If you're not ready for one to jump on you in the living room, say, like happened to me the other night, you know, they can get you. They can scare you. They can spook you. But they, I was good. I like them. And I chased one around with a Tupperware and a lid on my hands and knees. There's a visual for no joke, 10 minutes the other night. I did get it out eventually. It leapt back over me at one point. I pushed it out the front door and then jumped back over me into the house. I don't know. It's just, it's it's in my nature. I have to remove these things. Grace doesn't like the bugs in the house. I understand. Well, I don't, I, don't, I mean, it's extreme, but I understand. Uh, but, you know, spiders. I don't, want, I don't want these, I don't want these creatures in my house unless I invited them in, you know? Doesn't that, doesn't that work for vampires too? As for vampires and crickets, it's the same thing. But I got this cricket out the other night. It's amazing what you'll do, not just for love, but for the safety of a cricket. It was it was hard work. That's on my mind this week, but I don't want to tell you that story. I told you part of that story. I guess I told you the story. Yeah, that's the end of the story. I pushed the cricket outside with the Tupperware. Then I washed the Tupperware thoroughly. Thoroughly. And the cricket will probably come back. I just feel bad for those little creatures. We had a lizard in our house one night. We don't know how it got in. Our house was built in 1920. Who knows? There's like tunnels underneath it. Go to the center of the earth. There's like holes in the wall. I don't know. Like like not holes like a fist of the wall, but like the walls and connect to the other wall completely. Like it's weird. We love it, but it's weird. And one day there was just a lizard on the on the floor. Scared. You could just tell it was like, what the hell? I turned left and now I'm here. Lizards, we love lizards around this house. Crickets. This cricket was just kind of you could tell and it was like, why is this monster chasing me with a plastic? Plastic container. This is not what I wanted to do with my life. I'm not going to kill the cricket then. Why would you kill a cricket? That's got to be bad luck somewhere, right? Killing a cricket. Killing a cricket. Anyways, hey, um, let's get right to it. Three things on my mind. Number three, 
Taking out the garbage. I heard that phrase a lot this weekend. I've heard it all through this lockdown, but I, I, I heard it a lot, and I've, I've been ruminating on it. This We have no frame of reference to how to get through this year. And believe me, it's, we all, it's not just a year. It doesn't all change on December 31st, January 1st. I've said that before. I give, I'll give everyone a pass this year. This year is a little different. But in the past, like particularly 2019, I think I said on an on a episode here in the Napsack Files, like, beware the people. Watch for the people who are always like, oh, can't, it all starts in 2020. Everything's going to be all good. Start this new over year. I understand the mental desire to turn the page. I'm actually a big believer in that. But you... You and your problems and the problems of the world will still be there in the new year. So time to start dealing with it, right? Is that harsh? That's probably harsh. That's a little bit, a little insight into who I am. But this year, I think it's fair to say, it's fair to say, I'm ready to change the calendar year. We've lost a year. And some of you may have, We everyone has an opinion on that. And I don't necessarily want to get into it there. I'll just say this. If you don't wear a mask, in an area where you're required or asked to wear a mask, I got issues with you. That's all I'll say. Uh, we can still be friends and family, but I got issues with you if you don't. Because I'm just so tired of people thinking they're fighting for some kind of great liberty. That you got a musket in hand and you're defending the realm because you're not gonna no one no one's gonna tell you to wear a mask. I wish I had extra mask masks on. I would just I just tackle people. And staple them on. Yes, staple. You heard me. Anyways, that aside, let's get to what's on my mind, taking out the garbage. I was at a socially distant birthday party. Oh, that's where I was going. We have all lost. We've all lost. Uh, look, I don't, I'm not happy that businesses are shutting down. I'm not happy that people are losing life savings that they've sunk into businesses. I'm not happy with that at all. But I'm also not happy that a lot of those same people I've seen, some I know on Facebook, Upset that their, you know, adult ninja schools are are being held up right now, and they can't open them. Uh, are they the same people and defiantly out and about with posting pictures of themselves with no masks? You're hurting yourself. You're hurting everyone else. I have feelings. I have strong feelings on those type of people. If you can't tell. But we've all lost. Those people have lost. That's part of why they're acting out that way. That's part of why they're pissed. That's part of why I'm pissed. I'm pissed at you for not wearing a mask and, and staying inside your damn house for two weeks if you could um, because then it went longer. And, you know, throw, you know, flatten the curve. And, that, yeah, and there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of theories, a lot of stats. Great. I'm so happy for you. We are where we are, all right? And it didn't have to be this way. And it didn't have to be as bad. And quite frankly, I'm also mad that I don't have more... Uh, I am a, I want the government to kind of stay away from me for the most part. You know, I'll get, a, I'll get a log cabin and hide up there if I need to. Right. That's a little bit of me. I have a little bit of that in me, but I'm also like, you know, I got, a, I got one check to not cover enough rent. I'm sorry. This is a time of need. It's, it's, I, I'm going to go. I always reach across aisles. I really try to reach across aisles. So shut down your damn business, but also we should also also have some help. To survive during that time. Call me crazy. Some will. Some of you will. Um, but we've all lost during this year. But what this year has forced a lot of us to do is this phrase I heard at least two or three times this weekend. Take out the garbage. And I was at a social distant birthday party. Everyone did great. Masks and distance. You know, occasionally you get a little close, but it was all outside, so we felt a little safer. But it's still, you don't know. You still, you take it a risk. You don't know. You don't know and don't act like you do. But we had a great time, and I heard that a lot. I think we all should try to find some positives during this time. And some of us, not me, knock on wood, but some of us have not just lost businesses, but lost family members. I know people that have had real human beings, not stats, not pictures on a news graphic, but real human beings that have died. Those people have lost a lot more. So it's not easy to sit here and say, it's, it, it's, it shouldn't be easy for me to say, find something positive in it. 
talked about, hey, now on me, catnaps like I'm cooking more. Uh, you know, um, I'm eating a little better. I can't get rid of sugars the next. Oh, man, that's the next battlefront for me. Dif- different conversation for a different time. There's those kind of changes that are positive from the situation, but there is a lot of people around me taking out a lot of the garbage. And that's a harsh term if it's around people. And I've also recently, you know, with some friends of mine and people I know now battling cancer, things like that, it puts a lot of things into perspective. Watch what you dig your heels in over. And I I wouldn't, we got to be careful. We'll talk about that later in the show. We've got to be careful of how far we let these divides grow. I do believe that's a problem. I do believe also it's okay. It is okay in some specific cases to completely cut people out of your life. I think that's healthy. That's part of taking out the garbage. I want to find out, though, what is going to happen after all of this, and when that is, we don't know. We really don't. What happens? What are the lessons after that? Because a lot of people, it's easy. Like you have almost no choice but to cut off connection with a lot of people, and that's been. There's people I haven't that I would talk to or see regularly at some work kind of show stuff that I haven't seen since all this started, and I'm telling you, I'm okay with it, and that's not negative. That's not a. That's not grumpy. That's just like that. You just realize we were not as close as we thought, and that's fine. Sometimes you can discover that people that you were close with, you're just not as close anymore. It might be because of the way they're handling a lot of this stuff or the way they're reacting to it. And quite frankly, vice versa. I'm not saying I'm going through this perfect. I get upset during these times. I don't talk about that stuff a lot on mic, but yeah, I'm, I'm upset if you're not following the rules. If you're on the Burbank walking path and you don't have a mask on, I want to hit you with the sledgehammer. It's probably not going to solve things, but I'll feel better. Um, so we all have to, that's on the other side of this, is how do we all calm down from that? How do we all, because we are, we are inflamed. But in looking to, I don't think the taking out the garbage is just the people too, and that's kind of one of the, that's the focus of this thing on my mind right now. This idea of discovering what we don't need to, to, to live with, what we don't need in our lives, but also what we do need in our lives. That's, to me, part of taking out the garbage, too. And perhaps it's, perhaps it's more of a positive look at that. When I, I hear everyone at these parties, uh, the, the, you know, this party. Did I say these parties? This party. I don't want to sound like I just was partying all weekend. But, again, hearing that a lot, it is a... Uh, there's a negative tone to that. Take out the garbage. Bad people, bad things. But also, it is just clearing the refuse. Garbage. Garbage, other than a great band, is also, you know, we don't want that in our house, right? We don't want that. We, we toss it. We put it in those little uh, cans and a truck takes it away. And we, eh, we don't really worry about what happens after that until someone tells us we need to, right? You know, that's that's what it is. But it also is just, it's clearing up the clutter too. Maybe that's the phrase. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Taking out the garbage needs to turn into cleaning up the clutter. And we all have clutter in our lives. I have a lot of clutter clutter on my desk right now. That's a different conversation. We all have clutter in our lives. And during these times with capital T's, maybe, maybe one of the not even positive, but one of the things we all need to take from this is what are we going to do with that clutter? How do we clean it up? And how do we make sure it doesn't get back in? And that includes what you want to do with your lives. What do you want to do with your lives? I want to rock, rock. Um, what do you want to do with your lives? What do you want to do? That's, that's to me that phrase too. And a lot of people around me are finding that season of change and I don't think that's wrong to I don't don't think it's wrong for any of us to treat that as kind of a positive I don't think it's wrong to treat that as a positive and and to look back during this time this lockdown what a crazy time 
as it drags on and goes on and on and on, one day, God willing, seven blessings, we'll be able to look back and we won't believe that we went through this. It, it is. It will be weird to remember the summer that I had to wait in line to get in a Target completely covered in masks and, and, a, and gloves, which was the early part of the lockdown. Now I can go in and out. I don't know which one is better. I don't know which one I felt safer, more safer in. I don't know. Um, yeah, that, you know, we'll all look back and it'll be crazy and hard to comprehend even years from now. But maybe we can say, hey, during that time, I was able to find clear, a clear direction forward. I was able to find focus on an area of my life. I was able to clean up the clutter. And that allowed me to go forward in a lot of different directions, professionally, personally, more. I think that's a positive. And I think that's what I'm hearing a lot of people say, oh, I'm taking out the garbage. I have no problem with that phrase. But I think you should release, release, there's, you get, it's almost like you're mad at yourself. You were just mad at yourself. I had nothing but garbage in my life. And how did I let it get that messy? Clutter is, is a little less harsh for me, right? I don't want to get this in conversation about what phrase to use, but you know what I mean? We all got to where we are right now. We can't change this path. We are here now. What are you going to do going forward? What are you going to clear out in front of you? What are you going to drill down and focus on? What chances are you going to take? That might be some of the garbage. For me, a little bit, a little bit of what this pandemic lockdown situation did for me, much like when I got released from a job and had to essentially be kicked out of a professional uh, uh, you know, plane, I found I knew how to pull the ripcord and, and land on the ground safely. Now in this lockdown, I'm finding what I can actually do on my own, what I can actually do uh, here in my home studio, what I actually do I want to do. And maybe going forward, who do I want to do it with? That's been for me, that's been positive for me. What's your clear the clutter realization? Write it down, make a list, check it twice. Santa's going to be off this year. He's, you're going to have to do it without him. We'll get through this. Somehow, some way, even with great loss, loss of life, we will get through this. There will be a dawn. But not having, or maybe even more specifically, not paying attention to the scars that this situation and this time and this year gave us would to me mean it's all in vain, right? just some kind of crazy chaos. We're here now. A great pause button has been pressed. I mean, when I say great, I don't even mean that silly, whimsical. I mean, it, 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 everything. Life stopped for all of us. Life ended for some. Businesses ended for some. Pursuits, dreams, goals ended for some. It's tough stuff. But now... We can start moving out the clutter and start finding the way forward. Carry no guilt for what was there before. Carry no guilt for being the ones here now on the other side of it. Just find the way forward. Clear out the clutter. Clear out the clutter. We need a theme song. That's number three thing on my mind. Number two thing on my mind is youth is, youth is wasted on the young. We know this. There is a great song by a band called Driftland, which is essentially, really, in truth, just one man, Thorsten Wingenfelder. Yes, Thorsten Wingenfelder. Uh, he released a song in about 2003. Uh, he was born in Germany, been around uh, the rock scene for a bit, but not well known. But in 2003, he had a song, uh, what was... Uh, it was from an actual album he had, um, Songs of Love and Hope, I believe was the name of the album. But he, this song was featured on the Igby Goes Down soundtrack. I featured this on the Kazakh Radio Patreon playlist a, a while ago. 
It's one of my favorite songs. It's it, but it's a rare song. It's so rare. Like you, you know, you can type in a song on YouTube, uh, on Google more specifically, and you'll get uh, lyrics that just come pouring out. Here's the you can't even like find the links to the lyrics. You can find a link to the song. There's no official video. Um, but it was always one of my favorite songs. I, I like Igby Goes Down. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I like that movie and I like that soundtrack a lot actually. And this song was on it. And here I am in 2003. I'm a young, I'm a young buck. All right. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I thought I had an old soul. That was what was funny. I have, I have an old soul. No, maybe you're just boring. Maybe you're just scared. Um, That was a little bit of me, a little bit of me. Um, So this song comes out and I just, I loved it. It was, uh, I love Paul Westerberg, Paul Weller, a lot of those kind of artists, uh, the, the slowly fading away middle-aged man with a guitar singing about his past. Right. And I loved it in my early twenties. I loved it in my late teens, quite frankly. I loved it all. It's just a sound. It is the sound of my soul. It is a song in the key of my soul, and we all have to find that. And by the way, don't make fun of people if the song that's in the key of their soul is different. It drives me crazy. I can't, I'm getting I'm getting angry in my old age, I guess. Entering my Carlin phase, but it's about songs. Um, that drives me crazy to be made fun of for your, your choice of music. Because we are all, it's quite frankly, you almost can't choose it. It's one of those things. There's a lot of things in life that, hey, when you really look down on it, I don't know if you can choose. You are this way, as Lady Gaga would sing. So, anyways, here I was, loving these uh, guys with guitars, singing about their past, mournfully, mournfully, regretfully, lamenting their past. And this song comes out by Driftland, Youth is Wasted on the Young. And I loved it. I love it. It's one of my favorite. And there's a lyric in it. This is where I wish I had it in front of me. It says, uh, now here I am, mid-44, wondering, the lyric goes on, wondering what life is, whatever it is. I used to love singing that song in my early 20s. And the song comes on the other day at one of my mix CDs that I found again, right? I found all these mix CDs from the early 2000s. And then I finally got a car, a used car. I got an older car. I got that 2002 Mustang now, thanks to my good buddy, Paul. I'm keeping it, keeping it as, as best I can, Paul. Um, it's got a working CD player, which my Camry did not. So I've been having a blast listening to these old mix CDs. And this song, I found a, a mix CD I hadn't listened to yet. I put it in, and this song comes in. And I had heard it recently because I did include it on a KZOG radio playlist. But for some reason, it just hit me right now as I'm listening to this song. When he comes to that lyric, uh, you know, here I sit, mid-44, wondering. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm there. I got there. I'm mid-44. Holy boop. And I just, I, it really affected me. These mix CDs, and you all know, if you got mix cassettes or anything hanging around and uh, you put it in, you maybe haven't heard it in, heard it for a while, your brain, your brain takes over. Your brain knows what song's coming next on the CD or cassette. Your song knows. Maybe you taped something. I always joke about I want uh, my my dad taped uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, um, on TV in the early '80s, and that was my copy of A New Hope for a long time before we got some VHS official copies. So I can still remember when the TV commercials come in. They don't. I could be watching the 4K remastered re-release version, and I'd be like, "Oh, a commercial right here." And I, I've talked to some other people, and they and they kind of feel uh, the same way. Same thing with mixed CDs. In fact, it's perhaps even more powerful. The songs, everything comes on, and you're taken back to that time. So this Driftland song comes on, Youth is Wasted on the Young, and I I was just floored. And again, I don't have any insight to that. I'm not, what I'm about to say is not insightful. I'm just sharing it, Ed, sharing what's on my mind. First of all, I, I still think I, 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 I like the youths. I do like youths. I think there's some TikTok energy going on right now that is um, understandable, but is a little 
drawn lines in the sand that don't need to be battle lines that don't need to be drawn between generations. I, I think uh, it's a problem, but I'm on one side of it, right? Um, but neither here nor there, whatever, whatever. We all got to work through things. And every generation thinks they're the, they're, they're the ones that are the only ones that are going through what they're going through. Every generation thinks that. If you're listening right now and you're angsty over a lot of things and it's, believe me, all justifiable and you're in, and you're in your early 20s, don't think that literally every generation before you hasn't gone through their version of this. Don't think it. Don't think it. I was laughing because I was uh, on, a, on a walk uh, as we do a lot, of, a lot of times here on Sunday mornings. We get our Sunday morning coffee walk in with the Chihuahuas. Grace and I walk over. It's one of our favorite coffee shops. Um, there's a, a sidewalk that's got someone etched in the concrete as it was drying. Youth rebellion. And I laughed because I saw it and I thought, whoever wrote that has got to be probably based on when, how, when they do the repairs in Burbank, at least 10 to 15 years older than when they wrote that. Probably more. There's a good chance someone etched in youth rebellion into the concrete in 1997. And that person could be 50. <laughs> and I'd love to see where they are now. You might be surprised. That's the, one of the, it's one of the things, youngsters, you'll be surprised. In fact, that's what this moment was kind of teaching me. You'll be surprised at how fast it goes. And I'm not even there. As, as even that song, the song says, you know, we're halfway through the show, if you're lucky. I was stunned to, to hear that lyric, mid-44. To hear the singer singing about that. And I used to listen to that at about 24, 25, you know. Coming up on the 20-year mark, a little older, a little older, it's about 27, 28, hearing that and thinking, woof, I feel that, man, mid-40, I feel like I'm mid-44, here I am. It goes so fast, but you look back, what have you done, what have you learned? This is where I don't have any insight. I don't. This isn't a rah, 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 inspirational moment, but I was just floored. I'm there. And I'd never thought I'd be here. Not in the sense that I didn't think I'd survive or anything like that. Though there was, you know, mid-20s, dark times, chance that I wouldn't have been here. But I'm here. But anyways, when I'm, I'm listening to that song in 2003, there is just, I, you don't think you're going to get to this point. You know you will be. Ah, yeah, age, numbers, this and that. Yeah, I'll be here at this point in my career, at this point in my life. I'm not the first to learn this. And again, what I was saying earlier about every generation thinks they're the first, I'm not the first 44-year-old to fig figure this stuff out or to have these revelations or to be scared about where you are or to be happy about where you are. I am both. I am both. I remember conversations with my old boss telling me about how great, oh, the 40s are a great decade. And I remember thinking, that sounds great. I can't wait to one day get there. I know I won't because it's so long from now because I am young and I have the advantage of youth. Joke's on me because I'm here. Joke's on me. And as I was driving, I was running an errand. I had to go to Staples, put on a mask, go into Staples, risk my life for compressed air and batteries. I know I'm a hero. And I had to drive a little bit extra on the block. Not sad, not crying, not anything. Just like, whoa. Whoa, that's weird. I remember driving around in my car. 2003 would be probably, I think, still the Plymouth Colt. <sighs> driving around, listening to this lyric, singing along to this song, and thinking... Wow, the future is so far off. And now I'm dancing around in it. Right, exactly at the point that that song was telling me about. 
and woe is all I can think about. No lessons. No bumper sticker philosophy. I don't have any of that. I'm just blown away. Blown away by life. Fortunate enough to be here still. Thankful for that. Thankful for all the lessons to be learned. <sighs> Love that song, too. Maybe I'll play it at the end of this. As Cap Be Damned. All right. As we often do here in The Three Things, if you're still listening, we are going to take a quick break on the other side. My, my number one thing on my mind, and we'll do some housekeeping and uh, highlight some GoFundMes, charities, and all those things. This is The Three Things on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Hey there, everybody. My name is John Mariano, and I'm from the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. I am here to let you know that we have a plethora of shows on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed, and whatever you do, do not tune in. You don't want to hear from Corey Morissette, Jeff Hillbilly, Scripps Saunders, Mark Eden Kleyer, Thomas Russling, or myself. All of our shows are hot garbage. They are structured stupidity, and they are not worth your listen. So whatever you do, do not tune in to the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. We do not want any new fans at all. Back to you. Well, hello there. This is Lauren Romo, one of the co-hosts of the Gal Like the Podcast. We are two gals that just talk anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. Come join us for the Star Wars discussions. Stay for that silliness. You can find us on Apple Pod, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow us on Twitter at the Galactic Pod. And as always, may that force be with you. here on the three things on the Namsack Files podcast feed. Thank you for uh, listening during the break. I like highlighting podcasts of uh, people I know, people I work with, uh, people, some of them are supporters who've grown into uh, friends and colleagues even and uh, love featuring some of their shows, some of their work. And uh, hopefully you'll check a lot of those things out. Uh, out. Yeah, yeah, that's what do. Hey, no, number one thing on my mind. Thank, thanks always for listening through uh, this uh, show. Really appreciate it here. I only hope that through my, again, my constant failures and doubts and questions that you can find some comfort too. We all can get through this together because we have to get through this together. That's the number one thing on my mind. The coming days. As I record this, let's see, let me look at, uh, confirm, oh yeah, I'm recording this on the 27th of October. Releasing this on the 28th of October. We got a big election coming up. A lot of people hope you have voted or are planning to vote. I really, really do. I could go. Yeah, well, we could go into that more. Um, here's the thing. Here, here, here's the thing. Just get involved, man. Get involved. It's important. It's important. And it's simple. It's really simple to. Well, okay. I'll say this. It's simple to vote for most people. There are situations where it's not easy to vote. That's been documented, too. I want to make sure that that's clear, all right? But I, I think I'm speaking to most people, all right? Trying to, I'm trying to thread a needle here. <laughs> I think it's generally easy to vote in the sense of register and do it, right? Again, registering and doing it can be more difficult in certain areas, in certain places, and for certain groups of people. This, I understand. But... I like to speak in general emotional uh, 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 ways here where I'm speaking to the masses. And for the most part, it's pretty easy to just to just do it, right? So I hope you're doing it, number one. And here, and I'll look, I'll tell, I, I voted, I, I've been voting for a long time, but I, I started a little late in it, in it. I really did. And one of them is because I, I just, quote, didn't care, right? And that's just BS. Care. 
You don't have to go pounding your chest and hitting the streets or even Instagram a picture of your sticker with your voted sticker. I got no no problem with people doing that because it could it could cause someone else to think, maybe, oh, if they're voting, maybe I should. You know, you never know the positive things that come out of some of that kind of stuff. But, you know, coming out of the 90s, I, I you know, I, it was young youth wasted on the young. There you go. I just didn't I didn't. Uh, I don't care. I don't. I'm not going to complain about it. It doesn't bother me, so I'm not going to vote. And that's just silly. So, in the coming days, there's going to be some things. I don't even know if I can use the word decided, but we're going to know something. <laughs> or we're going to know they're going to need to know more. And the tensions are already high. And they're only going to get worse. And I think there's going to be some explosions. No matter the results, no matter how we get there, no matter what goes on, I do believe it's going to be pretty bad. I don't mean necessarily war in the streets, though. I was talking to a friend this week, and and that's one of his predictions. He thinks no, he thinks no matter what happens, you could civil war, civil war. And I'm like, that's that's extreme. I don't necessarily. I'm not. I'm not putting money down on in Vegas on that one. But also. I see how people react to the simple notion of putting cloth around their face. And I can, I can now make the leap to all out problems and wars in the street. I, I'm not an expert on that. I'm never an expert on any of this. So don't come at me, bro. No, no ats on the tweets. No discussion needed here. I'm still saying we're not suddenly going to have regiments Marching in the streets formed by us. Like, no minute, minute. Hey, but you don't know. You don't know. That's my point. The coming days. Do what you can to hear those affected, hear those concerned, hear those afraid, hear those hysterical, hear those upset. Come Tuesday or whenever. Just hear them out. I'm not saying I'm not saying change your vote or anything. I'm just saying, can we allow all, all of us to be humans with fears, hopes, aspirations, angers? There's going to be a lot of anger. There already is a lot of anger. It's why I've kind of left social media. It's a billboard for me now. Don't apologize for it. A lot of people have done that. Talking about taking out the garbage, clearing the clutter. I've seen and heard a lot of people have done that. It's a healthy thing. I don't think social media itself is the problem. It's it's a lot of other things around it. Maybe one day we can all get back to it. And I'm not saying getting back to sharing food pictures and cats videos, which I, by the way, still do that. Still do that. It's nice to scroll and be like, a cat. Look at the kitty. This is 10 seconds of comfort. That goes a long way. All I'm saying, and this is not, again, I'm not on a pulpit. I'm, I'm trying to always talk to myself with what's going to happen here, regardless what's going to happen. It's, this is all in a year that is already, not even again, not even a year, an era, a period of time. I don't know, because... January 1st, 2021, this doesn't all come crashing to an end. And I'm not just talking about the virus or anything. I'm just like, the dust has been kicked up. The last four years has kicked up dust. I think it's going to settle. I think it could settle. When? I don't know. I didn't go to college for that. I went to college to do screenwriting, and I dropped out to get into radio. I'm a dummy. But dust has been kicked up. I hope it settles. But we got to all maybe help settle it. Don't fan that dust up. I'm not saying don't speak your mind, don't protest, or don't get angry. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying on a one-on-one -on -one basis, there's humans in your life. And we all do have a responsibility to try to help everyone move forward. I've gone, I the last five years, quite frankly, have changed me 
I don't necessarily believe in political sides, but to quote Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, I want to fight for the side that fights for the living, that I come to the right place. That's one of the biggest things that's changed for me. And I'm tired. I've grown tired of people driven by ego. I mean, we all have it. I don't sit in my studio alone talking to a microphone without about 5% of me thinking I should be doing it, right? The rest of the time, I hate myself. But there's a moment where I'm like, this is what I should be doing. And by golly, I'm gonna. We all have egos. But I have grown tired of ego driving the conversation. I have grown tired of ego driving the reactions and the way we treat other people. I've grown tired of the self-centeredness. And I've grown tired of just even if you have a long-held belief, and I have some long-held beliefs all over the map. I really do. All over the map. And I know a lot of people who do too. There is a center, right? There is a warm middle that a lot of people are in, and I think that's what these this last uh, four or five years has done, is a lot of people in the warm, safe, and secure middle have looked around and gone, wait, yeah, something ain't right. And that's where I'm at. As Padme says in the prequels, this war is about a failure to listen. That, I think, could be our undoing shortly. I think it already has been a bit of our undoing, but I think going forward and after next week, failure to listen could be a big problem. So do your part. Do your part on a small micro level to not kick up the dust. And again, that is not me saying sacrifice positions, sacrifice beliefs, don't voice your opinion, don't go to the streets if you want to have people see and hear it, don't fight for change. That is not what I am saying. I am saying, at some point, you have to go to the store and function. At some point, you're in a meeting with someone who you don't agree with. At some point, you're watching something with someone who has a different upbringing or perspective than you. At some point, you're a fan of something, and someone involved is not someone you like, but you still want to like it, and they've still got a right to be there. At some point, your family your family or your family members or one person is going to do or say something that just infuriates you. And I do not think I'm not, if you need to leave, uh, found family is important to me. Uh, it's valuable to me. Uh, I, I believe I have brothers. I, 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 I don't, never had a brother, but I, I, I have them. I, they're as strong as blood. I am all for that. There's trauma, there's abuse, there's a lot of things that would cause one to leave their family, and I think that's good. That's not this conversation. But I think I see, I see a lot of people willing to just absolutely dump everyone out the window, which only creates more dust. And then life, life is short. Life is precious. Don't let any actions, don't let any words step in the way of that, the way of that perspective. I'm trying to. There's friends I don't talk to right now. And that's, that's where my head is at on this. That's where I am thinking about it on the three things. The coming days means not just because of the election, that's the I think the signpost. That's the 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 not necessarily that's the next leg of the journey, right? We hit that, and now we know what's next. We now or have or start to know. Again, we might not. I don't. I don't expect on the night of uh, November third that the ghost of Tim Russert is going to help us know who the president is. I re- I think this is going to be a thing. Um, but we all have to keep the humans in our life in mind as humans, right? Does that make sense? Am I making sense? Again, no one in this room. That chihuahua is not sure what I'm saying. That's just been on my heart. 
I like that there's dust kicked up. I like where my mind is on a lot of things, and I like that it's going to continue to grow. I like that I'm tired of people in my life who are driven by self-centered ego, blinded by ego, and I am distancing myself or changing the way I interact with them. For myself, not for them. But I have to remember that a moment's notice, you could get the phone call that they're gone. You could get a phone call that you might be gone. You've got a fight for your life coming up. They could simply move. They could simply not be around. There are seasons of change. Friends come and go. People become more important who weren't. People become less important who were. All part of life. But there's some connections that could be severed. Not by elections, not by voting records, not by what you believe, not by what you want funded or defunded, but there are people in your life who could be taken from you against their choice, your choice, anyone's choice, and it's going to hurt, it's going to be painful. And if you allowed the dust that is kicked up to cover all of you to the point where you can't see each other through it, you can't see each other through that dust, I think that's, I don't want that. I don't want that for me, and I don't want that for you. And I've got to work on I'm I'm always talking to myself first. I truly believe everyone believes in their heart. Generally speaking, again, I believe that everyone wants to wants what's best. We all have opinions of what that is. And I think there's some ways that are better than others. And you do too. And they might conflict with mine. But we're going to be here together. And we got to figure out how to make that work. I don't have any great insight on it. It's just on my mind. I am bracing for impact. And I think a lot of us, a lot of us are bracing for impact. And... How can we soften that impact is, is what's on my mind. All right. We're out of here. I can't wait to get back to doing silly, stupid comedy things. That's all I want to do now is silly, stupid comedy. Though I, I kind of think I have some points in all those there, but that, that's just me. All right. We're about ready to wrap. We're about ready to get out of here. The three things. This is, I, this is always a, it's a journey, this show. And I like that. We are uh, going to be out of here Saturday night. Knapsack will be back on Saturday on Halloween and All Hallows Eve edition. Kind of. I got some. We're working on some things. We'll bring in some folks. It's not all going to be Halloween. I apologize for that. Halloween's not my favorite. Ho- it's, uh, Halloween's just not my favorite holiday. I don't know how. I don't know how else to say it. What are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. I want to thank everyone who supports me on Patreon at patreon.com slash catnapsack, especially my executive producer supporters. It's Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan X, my brother, Matt Thompson, Nathan Ovendale, Ty Schellenberger, another brother, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Bergen, Old Handsaw, the great Sean, Sean Arnold, Zach Taylor, and Ranger Donald, and Fair Smooth Thana. Really appreciate all of you. You are all just, uh, just uh, you know, keeping me afloat, uh, support me, and I feel it. Uh, but I also want to thank anyone who just supports Patreon on any level. I want to thank anyone who shares the show or likes a tweet, tells a friend. Uh, it means a lot. This is what I do. This is what I do. So I appreciate having people to do it at. (laughs) Does that make sense? To do it at? Yeah. I appreciate you. As I mentioned up top, uh, if uh, sometimes Patreon isn't uh, the way everyone uh, wants to support, Saturday Night Napsock, that show can be specifically supported on Jemmy.app. Oh, I said it wrong up front, didn't I? Jemmy.app slash the Napsock Files. Not Jemmy.com. Jemmy.app, A-P-P slash Saturday Night Napsock. Uh, You can support the show directly um, through there. All right, look it up. If you want, if you want. But also the best way is to just tell a friend about what we do here. Well, you'll, uh, we'll see you down the line. We'll see you next week. We'll see you in the coming days, and we'll see how much dust is still floating in the air. See you, friends. Bye. It's been said 
Since time begun Youth is wasted On the young It's been said Since time begun Youth is wasted Wasted On the Begun. You just wasted on the. Young. 